Are we recording? Good. Let's not waste this. Hi. Welcome to the Vinyl Countdown. I'm Pamela, your host. Oh my god, it's Keith. You're back. <laughs> so today we have with us Ran, Ray Ray Newfoo. Hmm. We have, oh, you don't have a name. Dude, well, his name is Julian. His name is Juju Noof Noof. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't censored, like that. Censored Noof Noof. <laughs> it, it's me, Sloppy Joel. Uh, yeah, hello. Rounding out this all-star cast. <laughs> yeah. Best of the best. So, Ran and I... I didn't necessarily suggest this. I didn't fight it, but... But we're real high. Yeah. Really, two really on the four. Yes. Guess which ones? <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> You'll never know, and also it's not the two that are always the only ones that are high. Surprise! <laughs> I didn't know that you'd ever spoke before. No, never. When Julie and I started dating, oh my god, because he's such like he just has didn't has you know he's been a sweet boy, you know. Sweet boy. He's yeah. my sweet boy. What's what's the term? Soft boy. Soft boy. He's my yes, sweet. He's yeah. my sweet soft boy. The softest. <laughs> and we were together maybe only like three or four dates a night. Because I was at a time I think I was smoking. Because I was hanging out with you guys a lot. Right. Was that kind of the beginning-ish of Mike's improv stuff? Oh, you make us also sound like really bad influences, which we probably are. Yeah, you, you <laughs> okay, are, but I like it. Okay. And so I think my phases of, and there's been like two with being with you, the beginning, and then it dipped out a little bit. Now it's a bit more. So it's weird. You know, it's a it's a parabola. I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah. It's uh, right. Checks out. When when we first started dating, uh, there was a party with I don't know. If you, I'm guessing you were probably there. Yeah, he um, probably was. I don't know though. He 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 can come out to stuff more now. True. Because his kids are not scary babies. Um, but Ryan was going to a party with you guys and said. I don't think you want to come. I don't think I'm ready to introduce <laughs> yeah. these guys. They're a little too rowdy for you. Well, also, everyone was like, it was like the beginning of me being like, there's some things that I say that are a bit shitty, and I say them to get a laugh. Yeah. And it was kind of the beginning of realizing that. And these guys, we all did it a lot, and so it's a weird transition to make, especially you're such a sweet boy. Sure. And I was Soft like, boy. I don't Soft want, yeah. <laughs> I don't want him to get offended or like too uncomfortable. So it was like a lot of that. I just wasn't sure if someone. Uh, that, that was a long time ago. So that was, yeah. Oh, but yeah. So yeah. I was, I, I was casually been told him that I smoke weed sometimes, and he was like, I'm like, this is that a problem for you? Do you remember this? Vaguely, <laughs> I might have tried to repress it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like repress it because you thought thought it was a silly thing to worry about. In, in, in retrospect, it's pretty dumb. Yeah. Oh, but I'm so glad you came to that realization because I do feel like you didn't like it. You didn't hate it, but I'm sure it wasn't. It your wasn't favorite. my favorite thing. No. Yeah, but now it's your number one favorite thing to happen in the world. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, and he's like, well. I don't know. It depends how often you smoke it. And then it was it wasn't a lot, so you were nice about it. I must have had a million other amazing qualities, and that you just put it right past you and buried it forever. Yeah, like you paid attention to me. Oh, <laughs> that's, nice. that's very important. That's a very good quality. That's so sweet. Anyway, I told the story. Someone else's turn. So have you listened to old Vinyl Countdown mm. episodes where Rayanne is on it? Um, Rayanne has got me to listen to some episodes of Vinyl Countdown. Never full episodes because no. like, he doesn't listen to podcasts really much anymore. 
So to get his attention for that length of time will be hard. As a millennial, yeah. it's really hard for me to pay attention for any Because I'm too busy anymore. stuffing my face with avocado toast. Nailed nom, it. Nom, 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 nom. Without mayonnaise. <laughs> I understand that your generation is killing mayonnaise. We are, yeah. What? So thanks for that. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Why are we ruining mayonnaise? Um, so when a product uh, dies now, it's our fault. What does that have to do with mayonnaise? We've killed fabric softener. We've killed mayonnaise. <laughs> Wait, so we don't eat mayonnaise anymore? Is it no. because everyone's like, it's so gross, let's eat something else? It's kind of... Yeah, see, that's great. It's actually mostly in America, to be honest. Like, um, I think Canadians oddly like mayonnaise. The Canadians are more about the miracle whip. Yeah. Oh, the tangy zip. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. Do you, who here likes mayonnaise? Not you. I love it. I like the vegan mayonnaise. Okay, so I you like the flavor it. of it. By the spoonful, I would eat it. I have eaten it by the spoonful. It's really easy wow. to make, too. Yeah, it's eggs. Vinegar and something. Mustard? No, I, I didn't want to know that. I, I was better off not knowing what was in mayonnaise. You didn't know there were eggs in mayonnaise? I knew there were eggs, but like I didn't want to know all the component parts because like it ruins the mystique of the mayonnaise. But there's so few ingredients. Like it is irrational that I hate mayonnaise as much as I do. A story of my sauces. life. Yeah. But because if you break it down, yeah, it's not mustard because I don't like mustard, I don't think. I think it's eggs and mayonnaise and something else that I don't hate. Because I think the three combined, I'm like, actually I like all these things, but the idea of them all together in a fluffy, gross fucking pudding that you put on sandwiches. Delicious. Honey, don't forget to put the pudding on my turkey sandwich. The interesting thing about it is just how like mayonnaise to me is science. It's like a representation of science. You're it's just so like fucked. I'm so fucked. <laughs> but we're following this fucking thing. And you're Take all coming along. <laughs> so Take me on this. Drink. So you have eggs, which is like basically a chicken abortion. It's a period. It's a chicken period. <laughs> chicken period. But somehow you fuck that a shit up. So imagine with, comparing with a period to abortion. Rude. <laughs> Look, you whip some chicken abortion up with some vinegar and somehow with some other ingredient that nobody it is, can remember. It's, it's amazing. It's magic. Right? That's the secret ingredient. Yeah. Is magic science? Every, every t- oh. oh. <laughs> I think when scientists finally invent magic, it will be incredible. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's a food break. Should I just stop it? Pause it. Natural segue. Natural segue. Eating some potatoes. Fuck yeah, it's breakfast time. We didn't have enough content. So what we're going to talk about is potatoes. Potatoes? Really though, I don't think I like anything more than potatoes food-wise. It's very versatile. Welcome back to Potato Talk. Oh, boy. (laughs) Honestly. You could talk about potatoes for quite a while. What's your favorite way to have potatoes? I have so many favorite ways. Which is your favorite? Most favorite? No, that's not fair. Because some french fries are so good. And sometimes you're like, I would have preferred home fries. Or sometimes you have 
a baked potato and it's so good and sometimes it's not and you're like i really would have just preferred french fries how, or how do you feel about a double stuffed potato i or like a double baked potato here's the thing i don't like sour cream uh, so so many of them ruin it by mixing it with sour cream and i know it makes sure. it better for you people but i don't want the sour cream what do you I mean want a you potato. people what do you mean by that you sour cream lovers Oh, oh, you? Yeah, I went there. Wow. Suck it. Wow. Okay. That's good though. You know what's not good about potatoes? That cheese kind? Like au gratin? Oh, yeah, yeah. So gross. Why make that? It's it's not even fully cooked. Have you ever had it? (laughs) Like... Potatoes and cheese are both good. No, have you had have you had it? I have actually, yeah. It's like a weird souffle of potato and cheese and neither of them are the texture you want them to be. I just like can I just take a break to mention our sponsor, Idaho and Potatoes. It's in Bash. You'll never get a smoother potato. Smoother? Why would you choose Idaho and not Prince Edward Island? Hey, I don't pick the sponsors. They pick us. <laughs> Do you think Idaho is the Prince Edward Island of America? No, I think I think Idaho is the Idaho of America. What's the capital of Idaho? Uh, yeah. Yeah. This one. Or I was going to say Dubuque. I don't know. Where's Duluth or Duluth? That sounds like Minnesota. No. You know, I'm picturing Duke, it on Iowa. the ticket to Iowa. Ride. Is it? Think so. I'm you so sorry, American listeners. We don't there, are, there are three listeners. There are four listeners. Me, Pam, Joel, and Scarborough Dude, maybe. I say four because it's probably there's, I don't know, and Eric. Eric definitely listens. Hi, Eric. But um, Scarborough Dude, maybe. I doubt it. And, then, and some of the other people. But here's the thing. Maybe not every time. And maybe once in a while. And maybe only one time. So you're saying we have five listeners. At one time. It's At the one greatest time. podcast ever. And we only have five listeners. That's Toronto Think Tank. If I recall correctly. We are Toronto Think Tank. Do you think... Um, do you like all foods? I think so, yeah. Okay. Do you think that we could uh, get you to eat the whole menu? Like, not at once, of shocks. That's like, you're, you're here a long time. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, but like, yeah, yeah. Throughout coming here, like, make, like you test everything um, on the menu. At a certain point, people are going to have to chip in. As, oh, yeah, because yeah. if it's a thing you don't... Like, you make your list, okay? You, you find the menu online. No, I'll eat the whole fucking thing, start to finish. You'll I'll, I'll do it in order. Menu. Oh, okay, but you let, you'll let be like, okay, this is not one I would ever buy myself. Correct. And then we'll we'll chip in. But there's got to be at least ten that you would buy yourself. Right. No, it's just like whatever, every bar has something in the $25 range. Or it's like liver and you're like, right. I really would have not, I would have got nachos. Yeah, yeah. liver is not something I love. But, but you would eat it? I'll eat it. Let's start a new podcast about the shocks menu. Are we starting like a GoFundMe for this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we? Listen, this, if any bar in Toronto is going to go for it, this person that I'm Facebook friends with, I don't know them very well, but we're Facebook friends, posted a photo of this bar, okay? He lives in the neighborhood-ish, so fine. But he posted a photo of that, um, the sports team that's in the back of this place. Oh, what is yeah. it? Cleveland, what's a place? The 
but it's not even like one of the major leagues. It's like the lower league. Okay. Anyway, when one of you goes to the washroom, look at the wall and let me know. Um, anyway, he posted a photo of that being like, oh, I found the North America ver- uh, subdivision of the Cleveland whatever club. And I was like, I've never seen anybody post about this bar before. Well, If they gave those people a whole back area, because apparently... Who told me this? Was it any of you? I don't know. Or just one of our 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 uh, little podcast sessions. Someone said it at this table. I do remember. I don't know. Something was, we were talking about that. Yeah, table. somebody must. And they knew a lot of information, like more than the average. Who was that? Know. Somebody came who's not always here. I think. Uh, I or maybe it was Keith. Other Keith yeah, other does Keith. weird things, so it was probably him. He might have just been lying about the whole thing. <laughs> it's probably already on an episode, but I can't believe that. That they just painted a whole back room for these people for a sports team out of Cleveland and let them use all their TVs every Sunday to watch. And it's because no one is coming to this bar on a Sunday afternoon. And they are, so have the back room. So we can start a podcast about eating the menu here. Maybe they'll give you the food for free. I don't know. I'll check it out. We would always be, we gotta, we'd have to do a live night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they need audience. more people to drink. Where I, so basically you're saying <laughs> that the plan would be I eat some fucked up menu item. Doesn't have to be fucked, fucked up. up. But like yeah, start to finish, and yet we just discuss things as normal while we get drunk. I mean, maybe, like I talked about this for five minutes, so maybe let me think on it. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's great. <laughs> But I think what you're describing is more of a bit. Like, I don't think it's a like bit. potato middle, for example. Yeah, like you just, oh, like, do you think I can talk about potatoes once well, a week? Let's get real about potatoes for a second here. Hold on. I would, like, let's have a potato minute every time we hang out. Sounds good. I'll think of a new. And it's not gonna, I'm not going to do any research. You guys have fried curly fries. Curly fries. <laughs> oh, curly fries are great. <laughs> They're okay, but there's just so many other... Like, have you ever had roasted potatoes that just have so many good... Like, okay, you make it with salt and pepper and um, paprika and cayenne and oregano and olive oil and you cook them up for an hour. Fuck that shit. That is tasty as shit. Um, I had lots of cayenne and it's a little bit too spicy for me, sweet boy. Soft, soft boy. boy. Yeah. Listen, I'm saying he's a sweet boy. Every time. He's a soft boy. Oh boy, those but are listen. good. Next time I'm just going to bring a tub of them. Next time I see you guys. This is something about Can curly fries. Can yeah. we go back to curly fries Let's for a second? Oh fries. no. Okay. Seasoning salt. What happened to seasoning salt? I think Isn't you can still crazy? buy it. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it's store, been but, anywhere. But who's into it anymore? <laughs> I don't when, know what's when in it. When have you seen a Top Chef talking about seasoning mm. salt? Oh, you have? Yes, I was choking. And every time, <laughs> I choke so much. We yeah. went out on Boxing Day to Chinese. Not Boxing Day, but we went to Chinese food with our friends. And for 15 minutes, I was choking and, like, couldn't talk and was, like, crying. And Julian was, like, actually worried. But also, why didn't you do the Heimlich if you were actually worried? Because you were coughing. Yeah, so and choking. You could breathe. But barely, I was struggling. For 15 minutes, that's a long time. I was time. struggling. It felt super bad. It felt really bad. And it was and you're and, and I was telling a story, so everyone's like looking at me. Like, I can't continue the story. I'm joking. Anyway, the reason I said that is for a reason that I don't remember. 
Awesome. Uh, oh, I know it's because I know, I know it's because I was seasoning salt. But seasoning salt yeah. is a disgusting, lazy person seasoning. It's not like a chef's not going to use that because there's pure, fresh, single ingredient seasonings. They make their own. They don't rely on one that is pre-made with a specific palate in mind. But what if that palate, it calls for seasoning salt? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna take it back. Sure, I'm sure some chefs do it, but obviously not enough for it to make it onto a cooking show for you. I'm just saying, I don't think seasoning salt is at its <laughs> I think it did and it's over. What, how do you, what do you think? Whose side are you on? I think it's redundant because allspice covers everything. Yeah, okay, it's one for me. Hey guys, welcome to our new podcast. It's called Seasoning Salt Hour. I'm here, here I am, it's Julian, just Excuse talking me. about seasoning salt. Can you answer the question, sir? Uh, I use Montreal steak spice on That's our steaks. Seasoning steak. salt. Oh, can I, can I just say... There's a thing called seasoning salt. What right. is it for? Uh, salty Joel, Joel here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I like to mix my salt with a little bit of curry powder. Gives a little bit of a lift. I'm sure that's good. So yeah, yeah, yeah check it out. Uh, that's, that's Salty Joel's tip of the day. Brought great. to you by Lowry's. <laughs> Perfect 15 second bumper. Can we report the 30 second oh, yeah, bumper for now? Sure. For TV? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. <clears throat> I like bold flavors so much, but I'm such a picky eater. Hey, you know what you need? What? You need Lowry's seasoning <laughs> salt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's a 30 second spot. There it is. We did it. We did it. Yeah. Okay, anyway, back to the our, whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> what is the potato ass? So, <laughs> I believe I was talking about bold flavors. Oh, I, sorry. I love bold flavors, but I'm a picky eater, so it sucks because there's so many bold flavors that I just will never have because I'm too afraid to have them. Well, what are you afraid of? Oh, everything. <laughs> Start at the beginning. Well, just food that isn't Canadian, basically. Oh, you're racist. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. racist. <laughs> yeah. That was so good. Food, food racist. Yeah, I'm food. Oh, I am. I am, yeah, for sure. And when I eat Chinese food, I get chicken balls and chicken fried rice. And I'm not going to lie, it's very good. It's... But I bet you there's other stuff that I would like if it wasn't a fear. But listen, as that is a big topic that I don't want to get into. My you point is... It's not the topic that I was talking about. <laughs> I was talking about the bold flavors that I do like. And it's because, listen, when I make, um, I found this recipe and you boil potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so bold. Bold flavors. Brought to you by Larry Seasonic Salt. You boil them. Before you roast them and do all of that, you get them, uh-huh. you get them soft and then oh, you can ask roast. A, sorry, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you salt the water before you boil them? Always. You salt water before you boil anything. Uh, what, kind of, what brand of salt do you use? I forget what its name it's is. Lowry's? Listen, it's you're, Lowry's? The, you're the one who does the advertising requests. I'm the one that brings the topic. Okay, you have to remember who we're working with. Okay. Y'all, y'all are forgetting the format of potato hour. <laughs> yeah. I talk sorry. about potatoes and you bring in the money. Right. Sorry. I, anyway, brought to you by Lowry's Salt boiling water I just remind you okay do you want to hear my recipe or not let's do this it's when you boil it what's that sea salt 
Sea salt is better for a lot of things, but some things not. Sometimes in a recipe, if you're making a seasoning mix that requires a bunch of stuff, like my spicy charlic, spicy charlic, that's spicy charlie, spicy charlic lime, whatever. Um, if you put sea salt in the mixture, where the mixture of like you know a bunch of spices, sea salt is too thick for that shit. And then you're doing like a rub on the chicken. You take a bite and it's way too salty because it's this big flake amidst soft, beautiful, fine herbs. I disagree. Oh, sea no. Sea salt is the correct salt to use for putting on things, for rubs, etc., etc. However, iodized salt is... Uh, a good way to get iodine in your diet. Yeah, brought, also... Brought I... to you by Thalman's Iodine. Thalma? Thalman's. Thalman's Iodine. <laughs> Why did you think of Thalman's? <laughs> That's the name of the company! <laughs> get it right, they gave us money. I... Do you think those are the same men that came here? That No, they were British, remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah they were British men. Yeah, oh, they were, there were these British men sitting across from us. They were like, oh, what's going on? And Keith has a proper recorder. And then one of them took, he took the, the microphone and screamed into it. Sure, sure. It was stupid. Anyway, you boil the potatoes and it's half water. <laughs> so what is this episode about? I just have to say no, no, that no. I am getting joeled so hard right now. Oh, it's the best. It's and the best. it is terrible. It is, and it doesn't make me feel bad for you. It means that the next it time, should. it's going to be so much worse. I get stabby. Okay. Anyway, it's half water and half vinegar when you boil them, and so there's this delicious vinegar, and then you roast them with like salt and just some basic stuff, maybe some like I don't know thyme. Oh, I don't know. Could I just ask what kind of vinegar do you use? <laughs> Actually, it's, Joel, Hi, it's Heinz we, vinegar, is it? Oh, Heinz vinegar, brought to you by Heinz. We vinegar. couldn't get the vinegar sponsor. Oh, you just gave them. Brought to you by Allen's. Allen's will do anything. I mean, we wish, vinegar. right? Not sponsored, but I wish it was. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Allen's are the sluts of the vinegar world. Listen, anyway, carry were on. those brands real brands? I know that Heinz <laughs> no. is. Uh, every, what, but, the oh, the you made up Thalman? Of course. <laughs> I like that. I'm really Who impressed. Who iodine these days? <laughs> what do you use it for? Like cuts and scrapes? I guess. And when you have like a time machine. That's all your iodine needs. Yeah. <laughs> well, where do you go for iodine? Thalman's. <laughs> iodine. Of course. Yeah, you really are better at this advertising, it's, and that's why I'm the song, creative, and you're the, the ad man. But you know what? It's the song that really sells Thalman's. How does it I, go? Julian? Julian. <laughs> when you got some cuts and they hurt real bad, rum some Thalman's on it, and it'll feel worse. <laughs> Thalman's iodine. Get, shut up, Joel. <laughs> Taking it back. Taking it back. Keith, here you go. Here's a treat for you. <laughs> she blew out the mic on purpose because she's mad. Angry. So anyway, uh, you're boiling potatoes with vinegar. That is vinegar. And then, so rude because I finished that story already and you didn't even know I finished it. It's because it was very anticlimactic. It wasn't anticlimactic. Oh, it was good. Actually, that was my story within the story. It's anyway, it's bold. It's bold. It's a boil. Oh, vinegar is a bold flavor. Well, 
to boil your potatoes. You're darn right, it's a bold flavor. Brought to you by Heights. <laughs> Catch the boldness of vinegar. You have to stop giving this shit away for free or they're never going to pay us. That's true. Anyway, do you like a malt vinegar? No. No, she's vehemently against malt really? vinegar. Yeah. This is, this is vinegar. Is awesome it is the oh best vinegar. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Listen. It's fine in, like, chips. <laughs> Napanee fish and chips. No, it's not. I take it back. If anyone's going there, that's the wrong one. There's fish and chip drama in Napanee. Because there's a place called Napanee Fish and Chips. And the sweet Greek couple who ran it uh, sold it because they're old and they wanted to retire. And this guy bought it. And he was like, oh, so annoying. Just so many details that of a person you just it's not the same you don't want to be around them but they bought the same equipment and materials and stuff so people went but it just started to feel weird because of this guy and also maybe it was a little bit different so then like less than a year later the original no he moves he expands he moves to a brand new location in Napanee like a brand new uh, like mini plaza area and then the other place the old couple bought it back <laughs> and then they called it Mr. Chips and now they have their own fish and chips place so now there's these two things that are competing with each other and as soon as Mr. Chips opened we went back to Mr. Chips. Anyway, it's my favorite fish and chips I've ever had in my life and it wouldn't be as good if I was using malt vinegar! Wow! Wow! Are you okay? I need some water. No, I'm good. You're not good, that's a lie. I'm not wheezing anymore. Are you, do you have a sickness? <laughs> oh, wow. Is that the right, right band? Get down. Get down with it. Get down with the sickness. I wish people use the word the sickness more often. Yeah. Next time someone is like, I just, it's not like, oh, is it just a cold? Oh, is it just the sickness? And I always say, oh, wow. Can, wow. How do you do it? No, keep doing it. It's good. Wow. No, I used to be bad. really good at it, but now I'm overthinking it. You do it. Wow. Pam. <laughs> Nailed it. Best one by far. Why? Hi, Megonoween. But yes, have you had the sickness? I have. I have bronchitis right now. Great. Yeah, so what I have, you will all have. Great. Yeah. A fun thing, though, about choking. I, when I was a kid, I saw What About Bob. Have you guys seen that movie? No, but my mom loves yes. it. It's Bill Murray. Bill Murray. And uh, Richard, Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. You don't need to know anything about this movie except there's one scene where Richard Dreyfus chokes. And I was a really susceptible kid to any sort of like weird thing. So I got paranoid about choking. So I stopped eating for six months. <laughs> I went what? to see doctors. I was seven at the time. I went to see doctors because they thought that I had some sort of cancer and I physically couldn't like swallow. And the doctor's like, no, it's psychosomatic. She just doesn't want to swallow. And it's six months. And so for years, years, up until I was probably like in my 20s, every single time I would swallow food, I'd have to take a really deep breath and swallow just in case I choked. And now I choked and I'm okay. So like I prepared myself. So years. Do not watch What About Bob. It is. It will ruin you. It's not even that funny. It's, uh, yeah. What? Okay. Um, when... You, you told them when they asked why you weren't eating, right? I don't I don't remember if I did. I just was like, I think I said, like, I don't want to. And so my mom had to give me soups. Because for whatever reason, I could drink. 
so I guess that's why I didn't die. Yeah. But any sort of solid, I could not. Like, I would try to swallow and be like, I can't, I can't. And so I would spit up the food, and then mom's like, I guess I'll give you soup today again. Oh my god, your poor mother. Yeah, I was a really difficult child. Yeah, very, very difficult. And like, now I'm mad at them because, like, thinking back to all the weird things I did as a kid, they should have put me in therapy. They never did. Yeah. And like, but it was not. It was like a sign of weakness, especially yeah. like it's like oh I my young child has to go into therapy, especially my then. Child. <laughs> my idiot child. Oh, and she's yeah. always gonna choke. That was a yeah. huge stigma for like the boomers. Oh yeah. Oh it, like yeah. like even more so than for themselves, but to put your own <laughs> child into it. Oh, huge. oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That and it awful. must be like that. You're not a good parent, also. That if your child has to go through exactly, therapy, exactly. Yeah. You not do the, a good job. Yeah. Okay. It's your fault for sure. Yeah. It's very sad. <laughs> Whatever. You're still the shittiest generation. You still fuck the rest of us over. Oh god. Yeah. They it's really terrible. are. Yeah. And they don't get it. Like, I've, and I think like I think my parents are pretty okay. Like they're 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 not the worst, but they just don't get it. They just yeah. don't get any of it. They don't understand. Yeah. Like, why is it so hard for you? Like you're in your forties. It's like yeah, yeah, shit's hard. Like. I don't know. They yeah. paid for their house in cash in at 22. Cash, right. Like, really, like, it's if, such a different If you life. bring it up, they go, oh, yeah, well, the interest rate was way higher. It's like, yeah, but houses weren't, like, a million plus. Yeah, yeah starting. Right? Like, that's starting. the average price here now right. is a million, over a million, I think, now. So, yeah, you're paying 22% interest, but the, the plan is to pay it off in 10 years. Yeah. Right? Not... 45 or whatever the fuck mortgages are now. Yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. Are you are you a millennial or are you Generation X? I, I think I'm X. X is annoying too. I don't like most of the Gen Xers I know. I think I'm the like I'm the youngest of the X. Well, I think you're just a good one because No, well maybe. Maybe you're right. They have such a chip on their back oh, yeah. about being like a small generation, but like they didn't have to see the same effects. And because they, and like we're below them, and it was it's such a big generation that has done a lot of shit, sure, but a lot of really good things. And even if they're not good, they're done loud. And like we brought the internet to where it is. So they're, they're like seeing everything on social media and they're just like, they're fucking loud and annoying. And they don't even take one second to try to think that maybe you're shitty and maybe your attitudes make you a bad person. Wow. That's that's Xers, you think? Yeah, because fuck my cousins, they're like the definition of Gen Xers. They're very entitled, I think. Yeah, and they wouldn't say they are because they had they've had it rough too. Like about like getting, getting jobs and some stuff. There have yeah. definitely been some things. Like it, it was a degree less than their parents. Yeah. But but it wasn't like ten degrees less. Like like. But there, I find they more than boomers have a problem with the sensitivity of our worlds. Like I find the like forty. Yeah, people your age, like forty. Well, maybe a bit old, maybe a couple so, years old. For example, when when Jordan Peterson showed up, like he's like this kind of right wing psychologist dude. Um, me being an exer, I really responded to what he was saying because it, it really kind of speaks to that sort of 
that youth thing of feeling like there's something stable in the world and that it's not all going to explode on you. Who cares? Well, but I'm just trying to get you into the mindset of it. It's like, I, like I eventually like rejected that shit. Yeah. But, but, Good. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I ultimately rejected that stuff kind of after I realized that it was doing so much more harm than good and like well that's what's scary about it is because it was like positioned to be reasonable it's like do you have a problem with all these things that are confusing here's how we simplify it totally and also you only eat steaks (laughs) well I mean at the end of the day what it was saying is like hey let's just turn the clock back to the 90s like to the early 90s and to the good old days right Who's and you that? can't do that is that Imagine Dragons and I was dressed up you should know that they're your all, favorite band yeah they're all Imagine Dragons yeah. as far as I know <laughs> we are all sure. Imagine Dragons yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah no I, I don't know there's, there's this I'm starting to understand what what the appeal of conservatism is. You've been it's, talking to them way too much. I know, but now I'm starting to understand them, and it's it's really just why can't it be? Why can't everything? It's like it's like how my MacBook is not working as well as it used to. It's Go like, on. It's like, why am I not running OS Tiger? Everything fucking worked when it was OS Tiger. Why did they keep going and make it better? Sure, but right? that's a computer and the rest but, are but, but human is, beings. But this is how people like view their life. It's like, well, like there was a point where you think that everything was perfect. Everything was perfect because you could pay your rent, pay your bills, you had a little money left over, you were going on vacations. And, and like you have this sense of this future and that's it's this zone of nostalgia that people always want to go back to and conservatives live there but it's never really existed it's not real that is so sad if that's true like it's, that is it's super true super sad it's this idea that it was better when like go back to when I thought things were better oh coincidentally there seem to be less brown people around there seem to be less Immigration, or this, or that, or whatever, right? Yeah. Right, and then and then they 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 kind of turn this into a nostalgia and create this weird other fantasy. So, what do you think that's going to be for like my generation now? Like, what's because like Uh, you guys have to rediscover truth and institutions again. Because, oh yeah. Because because those <laughs> That's have not fallen. Happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this is the problem is like like and this is why somebody like Jordan Peterson comes along and goes, "Hey, let's bring him back to modernism." Okay, but everything in the world ever has changed, okay? Yeah. Why, it's like every generation is just like, I just wish that things were like it was at this point. Nothing was wrong then and this wasn't happening. What makes you think this is the moment in time that's going to happen? When it's never happened like that, ever. It's a pendulum, though. It goes back, it goes from conservatism to liberalism. Yeah, but just in, like, the fact that things will change. Like, they're not... It's always possible, sure, to repeal uh, same-sex marriage, but it won't, you know? Like, especially... It just won't. Even though I'm playing devil's advocate and arguing... I know, I know you're not... Like, I'm the revolutionary, right? (laughs) Like, fucking tear this shit down. I know. I know you're more so than most. Well, maybe not you, but. <laughs> yeah, I, but, but you know, like, 
I, I just feel like it's it's important to understand like that point where of view, they're coming from. Yeah. Then I you agree. go, okay, so maybe the middle ground is okay. Like, what are you really scared about? Well, you're scared about a lot of them are business owners. They're scared like they're going to be like put out of business, which is happening anyway due to globalization, right? But the strange thing is like that they're afraid that they're going to lose profits, but that it's they're the ones who are fine. It's the middle class that's dwindling. They're just going to, like, whatever side of this you're on, you're either going to be, like, on the winning end, where you're going to, like, lift off and be, like, the higher class who's getting a lot of money, or you're going to be the lower class where you're going to be struggling. So it's like this fear of the boogeyman that there's nothing there, that it's... Businesses will be fine. It's they might conglomerate into larger corporations, but they will still survive. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. Like the the idea that we're gonna end the market system is ridiculous. Like no matter what revolution comes next, there's still gonna be some kind of market. It'll probably be a much more restricted one, but it's gonna be a market. Um, and I think that's the fear is that it's all gonna just like fall apart and, and it's going to turn into some communist hellhole which <laughs> you know it, it might if there's a communist authoritarian that that like elected gets in there but but it won't because capitalism is so ingrained worldwide that with globalization there's no way that it could just collapse it's already reinforced everything that I think maybe socialism might get in but not communism I, I agree with that yeah. well, well and then you know as, as a socialist I'm uh, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Um, but but it's just it's it's sort of a fascinating case study because like when I talk to conservatives, I'll talk about like a bunch of stuff and they'll go, yeah, I agree, I agree, I agree. Especially economically, it's scary how much we agree. They've just never thought about it in a way outside of um, supply and demand, right? And and when I talk about like how no no no. Your employees are the valuable part. It's not your business. You're not job creators. Your employees, as consumers, are job creators. So whatever you pay them and whatever they spend supports everything else. And 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 everybody else has heard this lie for 40 years that it's you know businesses create the jobs that us lonely workers should be so thankful for. Right? Bullshit. It's not how it, it's not how it works. If we don't have money to spend, what happens? Economies fucking tank. And it's happening right now in like all over the world because guess what? Nobody has any goddamn money. So anyway, so that was a uh, political hour brought to you by uh, Fleischmann's mayonnaise. <laughs> Please leave in the comments below whether you preferred political hour or potato moment. <laughs> I think potato minute was probably much better. I thought both were very educational. Both were tasty. Delicious. Tasty treats. (laughs) How long long are we... Jesus Christ. We're good now. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing us this podcast. Thank you, socialist Jesus. I don't know how this phone works. Trying to do. Okay. All right. Okay. So... Uh, I'd like to thank our sponsor, uh, Dickie's Pick Sticks. Uh, when you need a pick stick in a Dickie's hurry, get Dickie's Pick Sticks. Having this many sponsors, like, good for us. We had, like, six sponsors. Oh, guys, turns out a lot of money in podcasting. A lot of money. So many. 
cake, grab a slice, and subscribe, like, and comment, leave your email address, and spend me, Venmo me money even though it doesn't exist in Canada. Bye. Bye. All right, welcome to a Vinyl Countdown bonus segment. So we're here with the B team, me and Brad. How you doing? Not too bad. So we're in Fukuoka, Japan. We just saw the one of the world's largest Buddhas, definitely the largest reclining Buddha. And now we're in a beautiful mountain shrine. And uh, it only seems appropriate that we talk about potato chips. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Japanese potato chips are, on the whole, very disappointing. Yeah, so basically this episode, this particular episode of The Vinyl Countdown, uh, Joel sent me the audio and he's like, hey, uh, by the way, the name of this one is P The Potato Minute. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that means. And then now that I've just heard it, it's uh, a lot of talk about potatoes, mostly Rayanne. And uh, it was more interesting than I thought it would be. Because then, as I was saying to you earlier, once they got on to uh, the larger topics of the day and broad politics and stuff, no offense to my esteemed colleagues, but I was like, can we just get back to the potatoes, please? Mm -hmm. So let's get back to the potatoes. Japanese potato chips. <laughs> well, when I was in Toronto, often uh, a bag of Japanese potato chips would be an extra special treat. Right. You know? Uh, That's kind of a weird thing, too, just in general. Like, so my friend Ray was like, hey, at least, you you know, Japan, you get to try cool food. And I was like, yeah, but that's the weird thing between Toronto and Vancouver. I mean, I've tried it. I've had it. <laughs> like of. most of it, yeah. yeah. And, you know, so that's, oh, us blasé, you know, uh, bourgeois people. But, <laughs> but in general, especially since I uh, fear speaking to the locals because I don't know any Japanese, so I've been doing a lot of convenience store living. And uh, in general, it's pretty great. Like, mm -hmm. you can, if you go out of your way to buy, like, you know, freeze-dried fish strip jerky or something, it's going to be gross. But generally, it, their candy game is top-notch. Oh, can yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just uh, go yeah. buy chocolate bars and different... Ch it's all it's all delicious. Japan has the world's greatest snack foods. I, I just don't care. You know, like, it's... Yeah, I, won't, I, won't, I won't brook any... Uh, I won't brook any contradiction. <laughs> uh, but I'd say, yeah, if there was anywhere that... That, yeah, it's like surprisingly not on as on point as one might expect. It's probably the potato chips. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, right now I would kill for a bag of uh, uh, old-fashioned barbecue lays. Yeah, that, would, <laughs> that would be my thing right now, you know? I think if I, yeah, maybe I haven't had barbecue here. I don't know, because it's one of those things that's like, it's not like their potato chips are bad. No, no. And when they claim a flavor, it really is that flavor. It like, really does taste like uh, pepper beefsteak, yeah. Yeah, right, I had a baked potato one the other day mm -hmm. that, again, just appropriate to the to the episode. It really tasted like butter <laughs> on yep. potato chips. Yep. And the consomme ones are good. And uh, I got this one the other day that it looked like kind of like a... Uh, like wild wings or something i'm not quite sure what it was but it's like a little bit lemony mm -hmm. and it's really good oh yeah no they, like they have great flavors but they're very you know they're very subtle and for some reason the potato chips are not like scientifically designed so that you can just that you just won't stop eating them right like you, i get full feeling or like i get like i've had enough potato chips after like half a bag which is ridiculous <laughs> that is interesting too because yeah generally here all the sizes are small and stuff like mm -hmm. the chip bags are kind of bigger than usual but yeah i wonder that's weird maybe yeah. there's some voodoo that they some spell they put over it so you'll only eat half the bag but yeah it is one of those things like it's not bad but there is nothing that i'm gonna crave when i leave yeah exactly i mean there's as far as potato chips, everything else, literally every other category of food, <laughs> there is. Yeah, but. there's good stuff. But yeah, the um, potato chips, they're 
the yeah the the trick is that they don't have enough salt. That's my uh, that's my guess. You know, if I had to have a guess. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Probably. You know, there's, there's just not enough. There's too, not the, the salt to potato ratio is too low. You know, because um, you know, American potato chips are just fucking salt on a on a thin wafer of potato. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think maybe it is just that simple now that you mention it. Yeah, I mean... I mean, even, like, the barbecue flavor flavoring, it is just a different kind of salt, right? <laughs> so. uh, it depends, yeah, like, depends on which barbecue flavor you're getting, but yeah. Oh, man, like a barbecue baked lays, I would commit multiple murder for. Right? Yeah, so there's definitely no, uh, you know, the way that there's always the cool little shops in, like, Toronto. There's that one on Queen Street West, and, like, there's they're all over Vancouver where you can get Japanese stuff. But I haven't seen any, uh, or even British stuff, you know, like those mm-hmm. stores where you can get spotted dick and whatever. But I haven't seen any stores around Japan where it's like, get all your favorite American treats, you know, come get a fucking Krispy Crunch. Um, not all your favorites, no, right? Like, I haven't, like, seen any at all ever. Like, where, where yeah, I mean, would like, I? There, there are import stores, like, you know, I bought Kraft Dinner here. Yeah. I, bu- I bought, I bought a, <laughs> I bought a uh, store out of their Kraft Dinner, quite frankly, at, fi- <laughs> at $5 yeah. a box. <laughs> Give me the pallet, just sit back up to yeah, my house. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. One thing I'll give uh, the Japanese potato chip industry, particularly the Calbee company, they make the best ones. Uh, they make a really good pizza chip. Oh yeah, the pizza chips are good. Yeah, like yeah. I, I only yeah. got them the once I think, but they even yeah. the pizza chips are really fucking good here. Yeah, like didn't yeah. they? It seemed like it actually yeah. had like little bits of actual yep. cheese, mm-hmm. like yep. dried cheese yep. or whatever. Oh yeah, it's just fantastic. Yeah, just fantastic pizza chips. Uh, I don't eat them as often as I'd like because I'm mildly allergic to milk. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That the, the only place where you'd have to worry about that when you're buying potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, yeah. I, I did get, in general, I was really getting bold about the spiciness. Like, mm. the noodles and stuff get crazy spicy. The curry gets crazy spicy. Yeah. The potato chips always claim to be flaming, crazed, insane chips, and they never are. Yeah, they don't even hurt me. But I did get <laughs> so. some, I, I don't remember the brand name, but I did buy some the other day that were too hot. It's like, literally, they're still in the little fridge at my Airbnb, and, like, I put, I, I had, like, a, you know, just a fucking... Mr. Noodle thing the other day that I put three of these chips into to make it spicy. Like, they're really spicy. So there is... Uh, it's weird. It's like... Yeah, you just, some truth in advertising. Yeah, you get lulled into, like, oh, I'll be fine. And then you get fucked. Like, that happened to me once in... Uh, yeah. When I first moved to Toronto, it was when Blair's... Those Blair's 3 a.m. chips were the big thing. Okay. And I, I couldn't finish them. Literally, like, uh, I was dipping them in water to try to make uh, them less spicy. Yeah. So, yeah, this is similar to that, so... <laughs> hmm. But anyway, so I guess that's uh, that's really the main thing to report about Japan, the potato chip situation. Well, I mean, yeah. What else do we care about? Yeah, so I guess that's Japan. Uh, so I guess to wrap up, how do you feel about, uh, you know, the socioeconomic uh, philosophies of Generation X and how they are uh, versus the baby boomers and how it has rolled into our current climate and is a... Uh, I, I don't even know how to make fun of what they were talking about. I didn't even understand it. <laughs> so. Oh, I'm sorry. I just vomited. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, bitch cake grab a slice. Japanese edition. Awesome. Adios. <laughs>